0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
1: Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast.
2: All right, good to be with you, Payne and Pendergast. We'll get to the poll that I put up in just a second. Uh, Mark Berman just tweeted that the Houston Texans have made a ten thousand dollars Three dollar donation to Demar Hamlin's GoFundMe, so I'm sure the three was in honor. I'm guessing of his jersey number, probably. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. good job, Texans. So I just did a little check on the GoFundMe, and it is it'll be up over six point two million before we go off the air today for sure. Uh, six million one hundred eighty-eight thousand and thirty dollars right now his GoFundMe, dude. This is uh, this is going to be a crazy number when uh, when it's all said and done. That's. It's a lot of toys, man. That daycare center is going to be flooded with Amazon boxes. I
3: wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Depending on like what kind of, I don't know what, what kind of daycare center his mom works at, but like, uh, they they should probably just build a new daycare center. They probably <laughs> dude just, six million or, bucks. They probably or, could. Yeah, or something. Well, yeah, I mean the. the they could, um, or just like after act offer extra services, uh, for, for the neighborhood kids or something. Yeah. Um, they'll probably, yeah, I'm sure they'll come up with something pretty cool for Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So that's the, uh, that's the latest on that. So Seth, I put up a poll, um, draft talk is hot and heavy and I got more than double the usual amount of, uh, responses on this poll than, than a typical pender poll, um, And it's a simple one. Now that we know the Texans will be selecting in the top two in the NFL draft, what or who are you hoping they come away with? The four choices, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, best defensive player available. Mm -hmm. Will Anderson or Jalen Carter are the two best right now. Or trade back for more picks.
3: Okay. I have not looked at this at all. Okay. Not once during the duration of your poll uh, did I look at this. I'm going to say, in order, this is how it went. Okay. Number one, don't tell me until I'm done. Number one, Bryce Young. Number two, C.J. Stroud. Number three, trade back for more picks. Number four, best defensive player available. And the reason I said trade back for more picks – is a combination of uh, a people's pessimism about the current roster and B people's lust for offense so in their minds they're thinking we'll trade back we'll get a receiver an offensive lineman and a running back and uh, also and there are probably they're probably also overestimating how many picks they can get overall they're thinking like oh yeah Trade both those two first-round picks back for six total first-round picks, right? And uh, and and basically take uh, take every uh, swap out the entire offense.
2: Yeah, um, you're close. Okay. Bryce Young is the runaway winner. Okay. Seventy-one percent of the seventy-one percent of the vote, Bryce Young. Um, and I say you're close because the 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 two two and three, you had them flip flopped, but they are almost identical.
3: In terms so I of said CJ Stroud and then trade back for more picks. Yeah. So it, we actually so two So second was actually trade back for more picks? By
2: literally three-tenths of a percent. Like they're basically oh, wow, okay. even. Yeah, yeah. So Tra- it's a tie. Trade yeah. back for yeah, virtual tie between trade back for more now picks I
3: win. and CJ Stroud. Well, yes. And, and I think as far as what I meant to say too is as far as taking the best defensive player available, when it comes to the Texans fan base in particular, there's a little bit of a letdown when it comes to okay well yeah great mario williams turned into a really good player but ultimately what did it get you Yeah, he was gone and out the door by the time he got to free agency yep, yep. and uh, you know clowney is Clowny is whatever the hell clowney is yeah. i don't even know how to quantify yeah. how to exactly uh, describe exactly what clowney turned into so so there's that i think that the fact that 70% want Bryce Young mm-hmm. surprises me just because of the size issue and it's not just the height I, I disagree with John McClain earlier was saying it's not about the weight it's about the height I think it's more about the the weight and just the total smallness of the package right now neither it's are the height and weight combined. Clear,
2: like neither are great
3: <laughs> yeah and but the, even with height the other quarterbacks who have made it as let's say he's six foot tall. Yeah. They've been thicker dudes. And a lot of people say, well, Drew Brees or was, wasn't was that big. He was 215. Like, with Bryce Young, you're talking about 190. And, and I don't think anybody's going to believe whatever he weighs in at the combine because I think you can guzzle. I can tell you from personal experience, you can guzzle 10 pounds of water over the course of – uh, of of two hours or so, so like now, if, if he gets up there with like a huge bloated belly, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> and, but and like has to run to the bathroom immediately or something. Great. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know. Um, that's the the million dollar question: is how are NFL teams themselves going to view Bryce Young's size? Yep. Yep. Do you find Sean? Mm-hmm. I sense this. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like one of the positive developments over the past 10 or 20 years in America is that people are more they're more likely to kind of evaluate like all right wait a second before I throw my opinion out there am i basing this just off of how i feel about a group of people am i like wait a second am i just saying this because it like deep down i don't respect women or i'm uh, i've got you know uh, feelings like of implicit bias or something right. about different races. or other. So it's good. I, it's good that people have that reaction. My stereotyping. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it's good that they're... That, that I do feel like with Bryce Young, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who are like almost catching themselves and like, wait a second, am I going to get canceled for saying something about people who don't weigh 200 pounds? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like, am I... Uh, like, all right, do I have... Do I have implicit bias towards 175-pound quarterbacks? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get, like, attacked by the mob here for saying that I'm worried that this little fella... Like, is the... <laughs> Is the elfin crowd gonna come after me for <laughs> worrying that a smaller guy might take more physical abuse? Right, yeah.
2: right, right. Yeah, everybody's treading lightly when it comes to
3: price Young. So it's—I mean, it's good. It's good that yeah. people uh, have that. T- but I feel like you can—I feel like you can safely. Examine yourself mm-hmm. and and say like, all right, you know what? No, I really, actually, genuinely am worried about a smaller guy taking more abuse um, or suffering more from abuse than a bigger guy would. Yes, yeah,
2: so you're doing it respectfully, and it's coming from a good place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yes, I also
3: I- don't think you should look. I'll go out on that. I'll I'll uh, look. Am I virtue signaling? Yes. I don't think you should um, hit. Yeah, children, like, you know, uh, randomly on the street either, because they're small. Adults, go for it. Smack (laughs) them around, okay? But just don't do it to children, because they're smaller. Yes. I'll be that white knight that mm-hmm. stands up for not attacking children randomly. Right, no, no, I'm sure yeah.
2: several people in their cars right now going, finally, somebody said it. Somebody has. The- <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's about do time. Get, do you ever find yourself in conversation with somebody that's like weirdly like noble about something that everybody knows? I, I like, because. Uh, Sometimes I'll, like, be – we'll bring up some story in the news or something about, you know, somebody well, abusing a child, and people are like, whoa, that's that's one thing that I do not stand for is <laughs> like I totally will not obvious. stand for child abuse. Right. Like, yeah, I, I Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, I mean, cool, dude. <laughs> All right, like – Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's yes. kind of implied, isn't Hitting it? Hitting <laughs> like, your spouse. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that you is something
2: that I don't do ever, ever, ever,
3: yeah. ever. Boy, you're being very conspicuous about <laughs> right, this thing. Right, that right. Everybody, I got it. you're hammering it home, bro. Said, yeah, yes, we yeah. got
2: you. Man, this is weird. Yes. Um, we have a question here on the uh, trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame. Eight, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 1291. Hey, what happens if Chicago loses and the Texans tie the Colts again? Okay, I'll tell you. First thing that happens is we all cackle maniacally as soon as the game's over because the Colts and the Texans will have tied twice in one season, the first game of the year and the last game of the year. It would be hysterical. But I'm sure you're asking what happens in the draft is what you mean, Texter. The Texans would, would get the first overall pick. It's about winning percentage and... While we joke about a tie being a semi-win, the fact of the matter is, in the standings, a tie is... Semi-win. It's a semi-win. It counts as half a win. So uh, the Texans, w- two wins and two ties is essentially the same winning percentage-wise as having three wins. So the two would be tied winning yeah. percentage-wise, the Bears and the Texans, because the Bears would be 3-14, and the Texans would be 2-13-2. Um, but the Texans' strength of schedule... The Texans have played a much weaker schedule than the Bears. It doesn't have anything to do with the head-to-head matchup in week three. Nothing. Yeah. It's who played the weaker schedule. And the Texans' schedule is significantly weaker than the Bears' schedule.
3: And it, it's funny, too, because even when you explain that, sometimes it's like it's like quantum physics when you get to the draft because everything's in the opposite of how you expect it to be. Yeah, yeah. So, because you know, like, so, I had a conversation with somebody this weekend. They are like, well, if the Texans and the Bears end up with the same record— well, don't the Bears then get the number one overall spot because they won? And I'm like, well, first of all, it's not based on that. But even if it was, then no, the Texans would show themselves to be worse. Right. So they, they lost. Had, but, but it's not even based on that. It's based on strength of schedule. The, and and. Counterintuitively, yeah, you're number one because you have the worst strength of schedule, right? Right, the, the weakest strength of schedule. That's what it which is. The Texans do. It's yeah. based
2: on the weakness of the schedule. So it yeah. it, it is. You got to flip your thing. I'll be glad when we don't have to worry flip about week anymore, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, dude, this is. I mean, if they get the number one pick, great. It's going to be a lot of fun these next few months to speculate, think about what hope is going to feel like again. Speculate about a coach possibly. Like those are. Those are fun things. Although the coach thing is becoming an annual tradition that I could probably do without. Let's get a good coach this time around, if they, if indeed they move we- in in that direction. But, yeah. um, but man, this is a drag. Like rooting for your team or or watching a game, going, eh, you know what? If they lose, they lose. Like it's a it's a freaking drag, man. Like I want my team to win. It sucks.
3: I was wondering who's had the most. Like, what's the record for consecutive? <laughs> <laughs> what's the record for consecutive one-year coaches in the nfl oh like
2: teams doing one and done however many years in a row yeah i uh the, the longest i can think of is two because you had san francisco a couple years ago i think cleveland might have done it um i can't i yeah, can't recall two, a team it doing three
3: yeah it's kind of it turns into like you're it's almost like you're you look like a hussy after a while. How bad? You have to start lying about your number. The way, the way women might be inclined to lie or fib a little bit about their number because they don't want to be perceived as a hussy. It, I mean, yeah, I would do that if I were a coach. Which, by the way, ladies, don't do that. What? You don't have to disclose your number to anybody, but don't think of yourself as a hussy. Right,
2: right. Not right.
3: just because nobody uses that word anymore, <laughs> but uh, you, don't, you, don't think of yourself as a hoe or a you, You've been or anything,
2: cleaning out just, the words from 50 years ago today with ballyhoo and tomfoolery. Dusty. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's more fun.
2: It is. It is.
3: Okay, uh, most most head coaches by NFL teams in the Super Bowl era. Oh, uh, never mind. It doesn't. Like it doesn't these, have it within like a certain one period of, of time. Infogra- it's a YouTube video that goes like. Boo! Oh, it's the Browns. The Browns, as of 2021, the Browns had already had looks like 22 coaches. The Raiders had had 21 coaches.
2: 21 coaches in in how long in a period? The Super
3: Bowl of th- era, really? From 1967 to 2021, dude, that's I bet,
2: incredible. I bet that's an illustrious list too. They, you got John Madden and Tom Flores, who are both really good coaches. Gruden had a nice run early on, his first run with the Raiders probably more well yeah. thought of than his second run with the Raiders. And then, boy, there are some there's some doozies in between. We got Lane Kiffin in there. Actually, Art yeah, Shell but- did some decent things as a head coach with the Raiders. This also
3: horrible. probably is, is going to include interim coaches, too. So guys that have been fired. That's why the number doesn't yeah, like 22 seems extreme. But that, there's the Browns have probably had at least 10 interim coaches, you know, in there. Along oh, the way, yeah, so. yeah, that's
2: true. That's true.
3: Um, I'm not going to suss it out for non-interim coaches, <laughs> damn it.
2: Uh, Text message 8181. If the Texans do draft Bryce Young, I think they should consider hiring Alabama's offensive coordinator as their new head coach to make it a smooth
3: transition.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which guys,
3: other than Joe Gibbs, have there been any NFL coaches that have come back and coached the same squad after a time off? Oh,
2: boy. Um, I don't know that I can think of. I'm going to
3: treat you like my Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Howie <laughs> Schwab
2: stump the Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, text message, uh, to the trailer wheel and frame text page four, six, eight, four. Y'all be nervous about the game this weekend. It would be the most Houston thing to happen where they win and the scenarios that lose them. The first pick happen. I I'm not as nervous about I want Bryce Young. I'm not as nervous about losing the first pick as I was before. I you know, like I I I think I think CJ Stroud and Bryce Young both have about the same percentage chance of working out. I like Young better, but uh if CJ Stroud winds up being the one that works out, then I'll then I hope the Texans take him, even though I like there's more things I like about Bryce Young, both playing-wise and personality-wise.
3: I do. I think the first the first the thing that you should use is always performance on the field more so than like, does this guy look more like the prototype? And then how is the playing ability? And to me, it comes down to, yeah, Bryce Young has been way more consistent against the, against the really good competition than CJ Stroud has been. Uh, By the way, a whole bunch of coaches have had more than one stint with the same team, but not as much recently. Yeah. The modern era
2: that doesn't feel like a thing.
3: Chuck Knox coached the Rams from 73 to 77 and then again from 92 to 94. Really? Yeah. Wow.
2: Chuck Knox, man. He was around forever. Uh 95 That's the
3: most other than Joe Gibbs, that's like the most recent uh that's uh, like it's it hasn't happened much at all. Yeah. Uh, in the modern NFL back back when coaches were making like twenty five thousand dollars a year and like, probably like took a year off to see if they liked teaching better. Yeah. Then, yeah, that was uh, it was a little more casual back then. Or they
2: got offered a job that made you know, where they just yeah, they make more than they've ever made before. Even like now Matt rule gets fired and he gets a check for 40 billion bucks like I, I would never coach again.
3: <laughs> oh, you know, the most one of the more recent ones obviously was uh, Art shell. Remember when Art Shell came back in 2006? Dude. What do we th-
2: John Gruden.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do we That thinking? makes sense. Good it call, doesn't Sean. happen
2: recently except for yeah. the one that happened like 2 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no Art Shell did it too though, you're right. Um 9581. Play Kyle Allen if you really want to lose. That would be something if the inactives came out this weekend and and Davis Mills was inactive for the game. That would be... this
3: turned into just a sham of a mockery of a football game. And with both teams active. (laughs) Now, the Colts don't have any motivation to lose, other than keeping Bryce Young, perhaps, away. I mean, because there is that aspect of it. The Colts might not want... Maybe they really think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are both big-time ballers, and they don't want to see him in the division. Then they might very well decide to, to... Go hardcore tank mode on behalf of the Texans, <laughs> like to try to keep the Texans from getting either of those guys. Well, they're
2: going to get one of them because they're picking in the top two if they want one. Bad well, but enough.
3: they might, but maybe they only really like Bryce Young or something. Right, right, you know? right. So, like, if they're to one of the, let's say the Colts like really like one of those guys, or they just want to reduce the chances of the Texans getting whoever they like most, then there you go. Yep, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, if if we, put it this way, if we see Kyle Allen handing the ball off to Rex Burkhead thirty times on Sunday. Something's afoot. Something is up <laughs> with the Texans. Kyle Allen yeah, yeah. under center feeding Rex Burkhead the football.
3: We're gonna get Rex Burkhead's gonna end up going off and having the the game of his career. He'll get a four year extension after <sighs> the immediately after, like they'll sign him to a four year extension on the field and say that they proved all the doubters wrong. Finally, they've they've achieved their ultimate goal, <sighs> which was vindic to to vindicate one of the weirder. Running back oh. situations in the league over the past two he years. He did
2: touch the ball 19 times against them in Week One. 19. We watched a game this year where Rex Burkhead touched the ball 19 times.
3: It's <laughs> gone from David Johnson being the God. the family's dirty little secret oh. to to Rex Burkhead. Oh God, made Lord. I may didn't them. feel bad. Like it's honestly, I for David Johnson, he seemed like a cool enough guy. What like, is Rex? It was Rex. Yeah, it's just they're put in this situation where it's not their fault they are who they are. Yep. Especially especially guys like Rex Burkhead or David Johnson. David Johnson was at the end of his career. He hadn't been the same guy since 2016. You blame the Texans for acting like he was going to be anything but the same guy he'd been since 2016. That's... O'Brien. Likewise with Rex yeah. Burkhead. Rex Burkhead was always a role player with the Patriots on a team that did a really good job platooning their running backs and using them in specific situations. There was no reason the Texans ever should have thought they should rely on Rex Burkhead for anything more than that. So I feel bad that we've had to like be you know, kind of brutally honest about those yep. guys, but that's what the Texans have chosen to do.
2: You fly a fair amount, right, Seth?
3: Oh, hell yeah, Lots. So
2: you go through TSA. Oh, you-
3: Clear, baby. Yeah, yeah. I barely go through TSA. Well, there's I buzz through. There's this yeah.
2: there's this thing that the uh, the humanoids have to go through, the ham and eggers as we call them, they have to go through TSA. The top ten things that TSA caught in security in 2022 is next.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or
0: Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports
2: Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, I don't travel as much as I used to, but when we do, Amy and I are TSA pre, so that's good. We don't have to take our shoes off. We don't take our laptops out. It, the, the line tends to go a little quicker. It's only like 85 bucks for five years. It's one of the...
3: Yeah, it's more the just the inconvenience of just having to do the paperwork and do the interview, which I assure you, everybody, it's a pretty easy interview. <laughs> yes. They're not like asking where you were on uh, various dates or anything. Right. You know, like, uh, yeah. It says here that you've never been a communist. How can you prove that? Right. There's nothing like that. No,
2: yeah. it's a fairly easy test. You just don't overthink it. Like I did the driver's test back in the day. Don't do that. Yeah. Um Now, you're, you're next level. You're clear. The, the, yeah. Yeah. With these- I go
3: I get my eyeballs scanned. Yeah. And I walk through and I don't have to uh, I don't have to show I all I have to do is show my boarding pass. Right. So it's pretty nice. It's right. been I travel I fly about anywhere between twenty and thirty times a year. Okay. So it's been it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's it, nice. It's, it's worth nice.
5: it. It's
2: worth yeah. it. Um have you um have you ever had anything confiscated from your um From your baggage and going through any of the various... Just
3: my little Listerine I had once. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Any sort of liquid hygiene type thing. I told you. Yeah.
3: And I told you that was the one time I told a joke to TSA and I got crickets from... Because the guy said he was going to have to take my Listerine bottle. And I said, oh, I was going to drink that on the flight. And and he just like looked at me and, and threw it in the can. In the did garbage, he yeah. look at you
2: because you're not allowed to joke with TSA people, or did he think your joke was corny? Do you think?
3: I don't think he got the joke. Yeah, I don't think because you know what happened after that because I I know a, a couple people when I told that story a few weeks ago, two different people on the text line said Seth. If you if you drank that, you might get drunk because it's got alcohol in it. I'm like, yes, that's the joke. That's the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good. And then I looked to my left and my right, and my fellow travelers just had their – Everybody gets so nervous at TSA. Yep. Stop being so nervous. You're never gonna get your heroin through that way. I, uh, you know how many, you know how many keys I've traveled with without ever having to, because I make corny jokes. Okay. Yes. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody ever has a clue. They made what's, a. L- what's in my suitcase or up my up my rectum? They
2: <laughs> made a list. Well, that's why you go through clear, so they don't give you the cavity search going through.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, they they made a I list. Tried to
3: pay extra for the one where I do get the cavity. <laughs> top search,
2: so ten. Yeah, you tip them afterwards, yeah. right? Uh, the top ten things that got caught going through TSA this year. They they have a list of those things here, and here they are. Okay.
3: Are you going in descending order from number? Descend. 10? I'm starting
2: at number ten. Okay. Soiled. This happened in El Paso. Soiled money crutches basically just crutches that have the foam hand things i guess you are you not a allowed money to
3: bring crutch? what's a money crutch i
2: don't know but i saw they showed a picture of it it just looks like cr- a pair of crutches like oh, the okay. big crutches that if you sprained your ankle you would get are you not allowed to bring crutches onto a onto a plane i guess no uh, you
3: can that's weird no a money crutch must be to, like that's like must be a special kind of like the smuggle stuff in it or okay, something. Okay, maybe
2: so. And, they, and it was I've so never healed. heard of a
3: money crutch. Yeah. I Googled it and there's no there's no money crutch no, deal. No, no. Yeah, it okay. suggests
2: maybe you meant funny crutch. So we'll just move on.
3: Mostly, we'll move, okay, yeah. We'll move
2: on. Number nine. An inert grenade. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone someone had a a virgin grenade. It was in Milwaukee.
3: So um, by the way, is this by number or just top ten? Like no, it's going, it's stuff? counting down. This is okay. number nine. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But I'm saying, is it by? This isn't the quantity of things. This is just like the actual like the best in terms of like these are the funniest. Yeah, the funniest things, things, they, things right. they found. It's not like there were. It's not like there have been the 27,000 no, dummy seven thousand. No, 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 no. These grenades. are these are the okay. ten
2: funniest things. Right, right.
3: Okay, right. so uh, dummy grenade. Like some guy had a. Like, a, a fake grenade paperweight, and he thought, like, I'll just I'll just bring this right on through security. Yes, because they, they,
2: they have specifically what airport each of these happened at.
3: Dude, I wonder, like, if somebody's, like, guns are found pretty often. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm guessing when a gun is found, the vast majority of the time, it's an ac- Like, people do it accidentally, and it's probably not that much of a commotion. I see a grenade yeah. in the damn... If I see a grenade in that in that X-ray machine, I'm flipping the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, the, uh, I you know, I'm going to s- eight, a cattle prod inside a guitar case was number eight okay. in Dulles. Yeah. But let's get to the ones that involve guns because there are four that involve guns and I don't think any of them qualify necessarily as, oh, oops, it's not a Barry Switzer situation. Where, right. you know, Barry Switzer famously or infamously back in the day accidentally left his gun in his bag and he got stopped at the airport.
3: Yeah. Here- Don't worry, everybody. It was loaded. <laughs> yeah. So he was completely and fully protected. Right. Yes.
2: Um, here are the four that involve a firearm. Gun inside of a PlayStation.
3: Oh, yeah. A, you You knew that was there. Yeah.
2: Gun inside My, of...
3: Who's the dumbass that thought somehow the PlayStation was going to camouflage the outline of the gun? Inside? Somebody from Atlanta. Okay. Yes,
2: that's, right. that's, that's that's the airport. That's number seven. I'm going to skip ahead because the number four, three, and two all involve a gun. Gun in an arm sling in Rochester. New you're, York? Your neck of the woods. No, Rochester, New York. Gun in That'll an arm go. sling. Um... Peanut butter hiding a firearm at JFK. (laughs) They put a firearm inside a big thing of peanut butter.
3: Can we teach? What is wrong with our public schools these days? (laughs) Like, how the hell do you think an x ray is not going to penetrate peanut butter?
2: (laughs) What are the laws? (laughs) What are the laws of uh, infrared scanning when it comes to raw chicken? Because number two on the list was a gun inside raw chicken at a Fort Lauderdale airport. That's the most Florida thing ever. Gun inside of a, a watch definitely.
3: like in these in these people's minds when they're doing this, they're thinking in their minds, they're thinking of like if like when a customs inspector is like looking at a, a truckload of frozen chicken or something, right, right? They're like oh, okay, well, they're not going to search each of them. they're they're <laughs> completely forgetting about the damn x-ray machine. yes, that's my yeah.
2: p- right. When you're like, these are, you know, when you pointed out, like, when you said, oh, you know, "I'm sure these aren't people who just left, you know, left the gun in their bag accidentally. Oops, I accidentally put it in this peanut butter. I'm sorry, right? Yeah, yeah. or this raw so my, chicken. My gun.
3: It's safer that way because my kids hate. I put it in the chunky peanut butter because they prefer creamy.
2: That's right. <laughs> and there's peanuts in there. That kind of it's thicker. Um yeah. Number one on the list, and this is one of two that involve concealing drugs. Um, number one." Fentanyl inside candy wrappers at LAX. Oh, fentanyl inside candy wrappers. So you got you know yeah, you got a bag a- of Skittles or whatever, or you know some uh, yeah. uh, Snickers, and they're they're jamming some fentanyl inside there. I guess you'd need the dogs to pick that one out, right? The drug sniffing dogs.
3: I don't know. Or do they, they see sniff it in fentanyl? there? I don't that know. Sound like fentanyl has a yeah, I guess it has an yeah, odor, odor. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, Sean, <laughs> believe me, if I knew. <laughs> I wouldn't be on this radio show. I'd be off shipping fentanyl <laughs> places. <laughs> You'd be,
2: that's right. You'd be making the good stuff. Um, have you ever had to
3: deal with fentanyl? No. Like, uh, yeah, my dad had the patches, uh, it, and it was, it's like, you got to be super, super, that drug's so crazily powerful that you have to be, like, you got to put rubber gloves on before you put the patch on and everything. Really? It's really, really strong, yeah. Why? Because it can soak and I don't in even want to tell you what happens when you lick it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um it was uh no because it's so yeah there's like well it's on a patch so if you get you if you get it a little bit on your fingertips it can absorb through right so you know when you're caring for somebody you don't Usually, want to be high on fentanyl at the same time.
2: This is some kind of like I, never I, did. I get kind of scared with some of this stuff. Like when I hear like, okay, I'm I'm sure the guy who was hiding a gun inside a PlayStation had perfectly, perfectly good intentions by putting it in there. Like, okay, if this gun gets through with this PlayStation, like, oh my god, like there's that, that, that makes me uh, makes me a little nervous. I know the
3: number the number of guns. If I want to make you feel even worse about it, yeah. I, I think that I want to say the number of guns confiscated. At airports has um, has risen pretty dramatically in the past few years. Oh no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, they're catching. Maybe they just didn't catch as. Uh, maybe they didn't uh, catch as many previously, Sean. Yeah. Maybe they're just getting better at catching it than they used to be.
2: When you go through the clear, you've still got to th- roll your bag through some sort of X-ray, right? Like, you do, you don't get full carte blanche at clear, do you? I,
3: no, I just throw it right over the whole shebang. <laughs> I toss it from one end over to the other. And they're like, cool, nice throw, Seth. <laughs> it's like a keg toss on World's <laughs> Strongest Man. They see. They, they know you. you
2: do. They dap you up. Yeah.
3: Let's see. Uh, TSA seized record number of guns in 2021 despite declining. Uh, let's see. Airline passenger traffic dropped. They gave it to me. They gave me this article for two seconds, and then the paywall popped up. Oh, um, no. So basically, uh, from what I could tell, despite the number of flights dropping, they confiscated a record number of firearms. All
2: right. There you go. There you go. All right. So if this is a, this segment was basically as a warning. To any of you thinking of putting your fentanyl into candy wrappers or hiding your gun inside your PlayStation or a random raw chicken, think again. They're going to catch it.
3: All right? Okay, Sean. Yeah. This is the one that will make you feel really bad about okay. it. 2021, TSA officers intercepted 59,072, 5,972, 5,972 firearms at airport, airport security Jeez. checkpoints. Uh, that exceeded 2019 by 35%. Holy smokes. Of those 5,972 firearms confiscated, 86% were loaded. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah great. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for lunch today. Yeah, <laughs> we we're down at like in 2005. There were 660 confiscated. Okay. I'd love to know how we're many up of to 5, them 5,972. Were... I, I
2: need to know. And I, I'm sure 100% of them said they were accidentally in there. I would love to know like truthfully how many of them were accidental, you know, like, it, you know, if it's a, if it's a somewhere between 95 and 98%, I feel better about mankind.
3: Uh, guess where Houston was on that list of total confiscated weapons. Top five guns, firearms. Top five? Uh, Oh yeah. The top three, uh, uh, Texas in particular did quite well. <laughs> Atlanta was number one, but Dallas and Houston were numbers two and three. Texas yeah.
2: forever, baby. We're good at something. All right. There you go. Um, I choose to believe because Houston is one of the larger cities. That's why, um, you know, if you have more people, there's going to be more people potentially carrying guns. I need the percentages is what I need. All right. Um, Payton Pendergast with you. We'll find out what the guy's going on. Got Guys in the afternoon have got going on today. John Lopez and um, Landry Locker. Um, we'll do that next. We'll talk to the fellas next.
4: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Pain and Pendergast.
2: Payne and Pendergast with you. All right, text page to the trailer, wheel, and frame text page. Wheel and frame. Sorry, text to the trailer, wheel, and frame text page. Um, this is 9355. 5. Can we stop the overreaction to this heart attack? We didn't act this way when Shazier got paralyzed on the field. We finished the game like adults. Both teams should get a loss for not finishing the game and move on. Chiefs have the most wins currently, so to say it was given to them, it being the number one seed, I would assume, to say it was given to them is stupid um except for the fact that the bills beat the chiefs this year like the essentially if they don't play this game yeah. which, which they may not you know and and if that's the case and the chiefs beat the raiders this weekend and they don't play the game and the bills finish half a game behind the chiefs in the standings then it's just it's an unfortunate byproduct but to sit here and say hey the chiefs have the most wins so them getting the one seed is is you know it, to say it was given to them is stupid. Well, no, it would have kind of been given to them.
3: Um, the only, um, yeah, and as far as Ryan Shazier or or any of the other situations, you know, where players have either gotten paralyzed or had spinal injuries, I think that the difference there is that they're typically not life or death situations, of you know, and it's, and it's also kind of, like, obviously they're very dire, dire situations, but it's also one of those things that guys kind of, you know when you sign up for it that that's a possibility. Um, there's only been one death uh, on the field in the NFL, and it was Chuck Hughes, yep. um, who is a Detroit receiver. He had a heart – some kind of undiscovered heart condition It dislodged um, a clot in his, in his chest when he got tackled. That was back in 1971. So I don't know exactly how they finished that game or how it went, but it is – it's a, uh, in modern, I'll say modern, like in the last 50 years, um, there, I don't know how many times there's been an actual life or death situation where CPR and defibrillators and everything were deployed. And, and if this is the, if this is that condition, the commodio cordis, that if that's what this was, where when somebody gets hit in the chest at the right moment, it can cause cardiac arrest, That the guys making the decision on the field at the time, the medical professionals, would know that that has about, I believe, like a 10 or 15 percent survival rate. It's a very serious condition um, that I think that, that there's not really a precedent for something like this in, in modern football. So I don't, I don't have any issue at all um, in that instance uh, with the NFL responding the way it did or the players responding the way they did. I don't know how I would have responded, um, but I know that it was obviously very jarring and very serious there. And given what they knew at the time, um, there there was a very, very good chance that that could have been an immediately fatal situation. Yep. Uh, so I don't um, – and I know that – Like I, I think that – you know I've had conversations with people who kind of tiptoe around and saying, like, look, am I a monster for feeling like they could have – no, I don't think you're a monster – um, at all? Not like not one bit. To say they should have re-
2: kept playing on Monday. What's that? A- to say they should have kept playing on Monday. I don't
3: think uh, if that's your opinion, yeah. I don't think you're a monster for having that opinion. Yep. Um. But I think that the major, the vast majority of people, just had have a much different emotional response to it, and yeah. that it's not and and felt like it wouldn't have been a pr- in a, 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 appropriate at that moment. So that's where I just um, like. It, like I can see I can see the side where you might argue that they should have continued the game or whatever, but to think that like you're soft or you're a wimp if 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 they didn't do it that way, I don't I don't get that part of it I yeah. don't understand that part. I,
2: of it. I don't either. and I think you and I fall on the same. I think you and I fall in the same area on that. and I think also on the other end where I saw David Cantor was the one I saw tweeting it yesterday. He's an agent for um, for several NFL players. Um, and he tweeted this yesterday. He said, honest question, is there a way to push back the NFL schedule entirely for two to three weeks? I think players and their families would appreciate it and actually need it. Getting many texts and calls from players and coaches league-wide who are hurting right now, games quite irrelevant. His follow-up tweet was one going, okay, well, maybe, how about a week? Let's push everything back a week. Yeah.
3: That's where I'm, I guess, that's where I started turning into a monster, I guess. Same. Like, I'm a callous, a cold-hearted same. monster. yeah. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like, like, these things happen in life, and, uh, like, that's, that's one thing you learn is that life has to go on at the same time while you're in the middle of, you know, various tragedies or personal situations, so I, and, and especially right now where I think there's a, there's a very good chance for a positive outcome here with Hamlin, hopefully, um... You know, life goes on. Well, you can still you can still honor all of the other aspects of the situation. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that that's I don't I, I think that's going too far to. To redo everything because of this situation um, or to push everything back away. Yeah, of
2: course. I mean, you got a Super Bowl that's scheduled. Like, you can't move the Super Bowl. Um, So, uh, John Lopez is in studio. What's going on? Yeah,
5: I was raising my hand to you, like, uh, trying to get called in class because uh, this is something that we're actually going to talk about. You know, the Buffalo Bills general manager now has said uh, he wouldn't mind if they pushed the entire uh, schedule back uh, a week. And I'm with Seth, and I think you, I caught the tail end of your opinion there. Yeah. Um, you. It, it sounds callous, as as, as as Seth said. It sounds insensitive. I think you have to play. I, I don't even think it's, it should be an option. I think you have to play this weekend. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's part of a recovery, you know, of, of, of re- redemption, re- personal redemption and getting back. Uh, to normalcy there is a tipping point to
2: the show must go on yes and monday it was clear the you tipping stop. point was the show does not go y- exactly. on exactly continuing to play the schedule out for the whole league i mean is he saying that the whole league should stop for a week
5: the general manager was it whaley yeah, uh
2: the, the, the general manager doug in, whaley uh in Buffalo. in uh Buffalo? No, I forget. it was
5: it was maybe president but anyway yeah i'll look it up but uh yeah someone in them in the uh, bills organization Said okay. They wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, I just think
2: I. I mean, I that I don't know what the in between is. Like I, I just know that continuing with the oh, week. Former a-
5: Bills general manager Doug Whaley. Okay. All right. Uh, so he's not the in the building yet. anymore. That's yeah. just his opinion. This so, is according to Andrew Filippone.
2: Okay, so there isn't. Yeah. There isn't somebody in the Bills yeah. building that yeah. we know of clamoring yeah. for them to push the game back. Yeah. Well, and Seth, you brought this up too yesterday, or I brought it up and you responded to it, which is as a player, there may be. Some players may just want to get back on the field and start playing football. It's a safe right. place.
3: Yeah. 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 And the, the, like, and I hate to like sometimes comparisons between industries and jobs are always you know dicey. But I, there is a, that aspect to it too, where like, okay, look and in every other business in America when there is a tragedy amongst one of your coworkers, you know, unless it's something that involves your immediate imminent, like, obviously, if there's a, if there's a explosion in an oil rig, then you got issues that you got to take care of first from a safety perspective. But the other part of it is like the business continues as, you know, you also grieve the whatever the other person's, the coworker's going through. It's just that's life. Life goes on.
5: Yep.
2: So what's uh, what's happening with you guys? Tonight? Uh
5: that, that that's one thing. Um we're also going to um kind of wonder if the if the Texans should aim higher uh in terms of their coaching search given some of the names that are out there now. Higher than what? Than, you then know, they have? a Jonathan Gannon or oh, okay. a, you know something like that. Uh and Seth, Uh Landry has uh, the latest mock uh information for us as well. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, like who's getting mocked mm-hmm. to the yeah. Texans yeah. the most? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I I got to believe, and I'm not asking you to spoil it. I, like, I look at some of the same stuff. Bryce Young is – Br- Bryce Young, as in terms of the mock season we're in, is the mm-hmm. less interesting one. The Cleveland pick is super interesting to yes. me. Yes. Like, who's yes. getting mocked to them? What position they play? Mm-hmm. Um you know what the uh, you know just the background of the play like that that's not right now twelfth overall pick or could you use that Cleveland pick for a Sean Payton you well and that's and Seth brought that up yesterday yeah uh, would you would you do it so that's it's found money man are the mock draft In sites saying they're going to trade him for a, a trade that pick for a coach well, I don't know we'll find out <laughs> we'll find oh, out oh and what
5: what what do you want to uh, not never win things you never want to win. <laughs> Such as the Texans game this week. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll have a list of that.
2: All right, okay. I'm anxious. When is that? Do you know? Uh,
5: I don't remember. I think it's a ten twenty five. Okay, I 10, feel 10-30. yeah. I
2: feel like I should have three things off the top of my head with that. Some would say the lottery. If you ever watch those documentaries, that's it, a pile of crap. I agree with you, but some that's would a say pile say some, of crap. Some would say I had my
5: list. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you one little tease. Give us a tease. Major political office. Uh, yeah. I would never want to win that. No,
2: I would never run for it, but nor if I did, I wouldn't want. If I ran for it, I wouldn't want to win. I'm sorry. If
5: nominated, I will not
2: run. If elected, (laughs) I will not serve. I will not serve. (laughs) But thank you for the votes. I feel very popular. (laughs) All right, John, we look forward to it. John Lopez, Landry Locker. I see Figgy in the building today as well. Seth, antibodies to you, my friend.
3: Antibodies to you. And you know that whole lottery thing? Yeah. I, I feel like, yes, the correct financial advice strictly is to take the lump cash some because because of the time value of money you'll make money over time that's assuming that you handle that money properly right i feel like a lot of americans should just go ahead and take the 20-year payout so you can spend the first five years learning how to be rich and then ultimately probably save and make more money by just having it parsed out to you yes. over 20 years yes. i i do i would encourage people to just be honest with yourself about how you're gonna what you're gonna do with that lump sum I am one when of those, you sign up. I am yes.
2: one of those Americans that you described. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we are done. We're out of time. John Lopez, Landry Locker, Figgy Figure. Next. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Have a great day, everybody.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?